Well, welcome to another podcast right here with Steve and Eddie, and it's a Thursday today. Eddie, what do you think about that? Well, tomorrow's Friday, my day off, so I'm happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Thursday night's probably my favorite night of the week. Well, all right, all right. Yeah, Thursday, it's Thursday, and it looks like there's going to be some sunny days ahead of us, if we're going to talk a little about weather, maybe. Had some rainy days, and um, uh, I'm, I'm sure that everybody would be, especially those swimmers and such with the sunshine outlook, would be glad to know that there's supposedly some things that are going to be that way in the future. So well, I think the 4th of July, Sunday's going to be okay. I believe this, that's the truth. I believe all it's... All the firecracker people, they'll be all excited about shooting off stuff. Yeah, well, and, rockets and, and with the uh, little bit of the wetter land, yeah. the firefighters yeah. uh, will be thankful for oh, that. Oh, yeah, everything's soaked up you pretty know, good. a little bit better, uh, that, so uh, anyway, yeah, 4th of July coming up, and um, uh, what, however this finds you, uh, we hope that the, the summer is finding you well, and, and that uh, you're feeling energized from it, and uh, we're we're feeling energized here. We're ready to roll on this podcast today. I tell you what energizes me is when, when the boys do a little sparring uh, about baseball. Oh, the the texts that go back and forth, and uh, I don't know why, but I had to add uh, some movie lines from Tombstone, and the other boys they they joined in. <laughs> <laughs> do share. Do, I, do tell. So, so what was the what was the uh, the Cubbies were against the Dodgers here the other day? I think that's what yeah, we're talking about. And, uh, one of our parishioners here, who works for the sheriff's department, actually he's up near the top in the sheriff's department, was getting a little upset with the face of Ohio Valley gas <laughs> on some of the comments he was making. <laughs> Uh, and I was thinking about when uh, Doc Holliday was, was in that gunfight with Johnny Ringo, and uh, after he, after his demise, he went over and he said, "Poor soul, he was just too high strung." <laughs> I think head chief deputy was probably thinking about that, the face to about the face of Ohio oh, Ali Gas. Yes, yes. And then one more line, then we'll get on. But I yes. thought this was funny. I, I could just hear. Uh, the chief deputy saying this to the face of Ohio Valley Gas. Oh, Rich, what an ugly thing to say. Does that mean we're not friends anymore? You know, Rich, if I thought we weren't friends, I just don't think I could bear it. <laughs> Daisy, if you do. <laughs> you know what? Think about this. Instead of you having to rip off every time you want to say face of Ohio Valley gas. Yeah. Why don't you just say fuvk? Say what? Fuvk. Oh, you know fuvk. Yeah. Yeah, just say fuvk. It's his new name. Is that his? Is that his nickname? No. You just gave it. Face to F of O. Oh, I see. Ohio that's Valley a, gas fuvk. Yeah, that, that's. Yeah, you can just turn him into yeah. a little uh, Norwegian <laughs> fuvk. <laughs> oh, fuvk. Or a little yellow friend. <laughs> Because he has yellow shoes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You remember Kato? Uh, well, I we do can remember Kato from yeah. um, uh, the uh, the old Pink, Pink Panther, Panther movies. movies. That's so, exactly right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, uh, the Cubs 
got their little heinies pretty much whacked, uh, and they are getting them their heinies whacked here lately. It's not been very fun. Just got swept by the Brewers the uh, last three nights. All That's three not games. Fun. All three games. Oh, man. And so uh, they have started to tank. They're in second yeah. place, but barely. And uh, now they're going to start playing the Reds. I think it's tomorrow or something like that, or maybe even tonight. But but uh, that's the that's the face of uh, uh, Cubbies fans for you right now, folks. Yeah, as you're listening in here, so it, it does happen. But um, looks like the Cardinals on a back on a winning streak. The uh, the Brewers have been on a winning streak. The the Reds are kind of up and down. If you want to know anything about the North Central. Uh, league there, there you go, yeah. uh, North Central, uh, or the the uh, national. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll stop. I digress. But uh, it is very good to be here uh, across the desk uh, with you, uh, Eddie, and we just are so grateful that everybody's had a chance to go ahead and and uh, chime in here today, and we hope that you will enjoy us bringing back. Uh, in your remembrance of this last week, as Eddie spoke about the American family. And um, before we get into it, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. And let's just allow the Lord to just seriously allow this word to go out uh, so that it doesn't go out void. So Lord, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you cover this time. Thank you for allowing us to be here and to be able to do this podcast and to send it out as a reminder, as we kind of remind ourselves and and um, the folks that are listening to to remind them just the intention that you want in our lives and in our families and what we need to be be doing to intentionally move forward uh, in this time and age and and this day and age I should say and uh, what you have in store for us in the future that we can depend upon. So, Lord, I pray that you bless this, this podcast, and uh, Holy Spirit, just have your way. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor, it was entitled what? Is the American family in trouble? And I suppose it all depends on who you would ask. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. I, some of the things that come out of Washington, D.C. Um, never make the news. Um, U.S. Senate did a did a uh, document, important document. They did some study, and the name of it was "The Demise of the Habitu Parent Home." And uh, the report states: any source of social capital, as sources of social capital, few relationships are as important as the family ties between parents and children. And they go on, and they literally listed some dismal statistics. Uh, your heart breaks for children. 80% of black children are raised by a single parent, as well of two-thirds of small children whose mothers have less than a high school education. More than half of Hispanic births are out of wedlock, as are 28% of Caucasian. And this is up 2%, uh, up from 2% in 1960. Mm. So that would mean from 2 to 80%. It, it, and that breaks my heart for children. I don't care what race they are, it doesn't matter. Children are children and they need right. mom and dad Absolutely. both there. Yes. And and you see some, I think, some of the ills of society that come out of these young people's lives because they, they haven't had that balance. Mm-hmm. So, and then Hebrews, you know, we, we got into that and we discussed, we discussed the breakup of the American home and 
the two wrecking balls that have pounded the home are marital infidelity and material idolatry. Those are the two things that's hammered away at the. Of course, it starts with mom and dad. That's the core, uh, and that and that's that's where the devil, if you will, works. Uh, and parents to split them up. Man, the devil loves divorce. He loves broken homes. He loves seeing kids raised. He, he has more of an advantage to get a hold of them then, because there's not that influence from both parents. Yeah, and and when we're when we're talking about the intentionality, uh, and we're talking about the American family, and when you know when does the trouble start? You know, and when when is it when you're joined together, or or is it Back when you're starting to mature into adulthood, and I would say that it would be uh, all the way back when you yourself as a child, and then you're becoming to maturity, adolescence, and if your mother and father, if your dad didn't speak into you, if your mom didn't speak into you about being the kind of wife or, the, or being the kind of uh, son, or, or rather son, but um, dad and, and, and husband, um, then, then where are you going to get it, right? And so therefore, uh, if you're looking to the world, you're definitely going to see the demise because you see the TV shows that are, are movies, digressing, on, on, on. You movies, uh, the magazines, the internet. You have to be so intentional nowadays that, that it's not, but, but here, I hope you that are listening right now need to listen to this and hear this to the heart. Do not give up because it seems hard. Look at each day an opportunity mm -hmm. to make one step forward rather than, uh, you know what, it's just too hard to be intentional. The word, as you will get into here, is saying, look, let's move towards a bigger and brighter thing, hope, right? Our hope is found in God. Our hope is found in Jesus. So we have to intentional uh, make that turnaround within our own lives, and then how then we are affecting our very core of family. If we need to ask for forgiveness or anything within that that circle, close circle of our our, our family, then work that way. Seek for forgiveness of yourself, right, and then um, you know ask for that forgiveness and go from the different things that way, and then. Uh, keep branching out, but how we need to be intentional. Bounce your eyes, men, away from anything explicit or illicit uh, that that is uh, even soft porn. You know, I want to I want to just say that. You know, um, if there's something of a scantily clad gal, you see that on TV. Yeah, <laughs> regular if, TV. Grab Crazy. your remote, practice it, guys. Just bounce your eyes. You see some gal down the road or down the street, and it grabs your attention. Practice on the on the stuff that you just practice. And then, gals, anytime a, a triggered thought uh, or or you're having a, a pseudo mental affair, bounce those thoughts immediately when they start to come in. Like, oh well, I wish my husband would be this way or that. Work on being intentional on the yep. little so that you can grow stronger. I mean, let's just face it. You can't be Mr. or Mrs. Universe uh, strength-wise by going in and saying, you know what, today 
I'm going to start working out and going over and grabbing some kind of 150-pound uh, barbell <laughs> and pumping 10 times yeah. and saying, yep, that's going to do me well. Yeah. I mean, you're going to... It's, it's going to hurt so bad yeah. you won't even be able to pick it up nonetheless. But what I'm trying to say is, look, be intentional, work on it, be see that it is daily, and, and then work on your kids and your family. Anyway, we I know I jumped ahead a little bit about no, man, what that's you got to do. But I think you, you one of the staggering stats that's happened to me in the last 40 years uh, in premarital counseling, um, I will ask... Uh, this young people getting married what have you learned from your parents marriage and do you want to emulate it mm -hmm. 90% saying absolutely not now that's, that's that's sad yeah that is sad to me on mm -hmm. rare occasion do you run across a couple that says you know I want my marriage to be like my parents mm -hmm. well that's a sad accusation uh, indictment against America I, I think that that's you know it's just Kind of the way, <laughs> the way that I see it, and then, yeah. and it's and and it's like the institution of marriage. I went over the, uh, the address and, and the vows, they they mean something. They're just not something you say in a service or a ceremony. Right. They should come from the heart and carry weight. Um, here, here's, here's the indictment against us as humans in Galatians 6, 7, when we think about sowing wild oats or being promiscuous. Yeah, Galatians 6, 7 says, don't be misled. Remember that you can't ignore God and get away with it. You will always reap what you say. So always means always. You're never going to get, you'll either get, you'll either, it'll happen here or on the other side. But nonetheless, we all will reap what we sow, mm -hmm. one way or the other. And I think, you know, that's the point. And in Hebrews 13, 4, give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will, will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. And I talked about uh, honor in marriage and how, and how that works and to save yourself for each other. And just what you said, Steve, what you said plays in there perfect. Um, and let the marriage bed be undefiled. Undefiled means free from contamination. We may not be able to reserve the destructive trends that we see in other people's marriages, but we can do something in our own. And it comes down, you know, it comes down to, to commitment uh, that we have for one another. In 1 Corinthians 6, 16 through 20, I'm not going to read that, but um, Paul talks about sex, sexual immorality in verse 18, run away from sexual sin. I, I don't know if there's any other verse that, that jumps off the page to me other than that one uh, that's that strong. I mean, right. run away. Don't, like you said, don't even, don't even give it any thought. Right. Just hit the road as fast as you can. And can I just sure. interject something? It, you, it reminded me of something that we had kind of mentioned in the past. You, you remember... You remember that funny little quip or whatever it was, but but it was it was a purposeful little thing that we said. We talked about brownies, how in the mix and the batter, and yeah. and and there was just oh don't worry, um, there's just a little bit of dog poop in it. <laughs> remember that that little thing that we talked about, and I can't remember exactly yeah, how it was all, but it was in the sense it was saying, oh it's just 
it's just a it's just a little bit and it's kind of like sin if i if and i don't mean to go on to that but there was something that led up to that point yeah. it was kind of like a joke and it was kind of like um oh you know what it was it was the skit skit guys i think it was yeah, the guys that yeah. did that skit and they were talking about sin in our lives yeah. and letting how we let it in right yeah, yeah. and so in this very purpose of not having, not letting anything come in, a lot of times what we do is, well, oh, well, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. The problem is, it's like just saying, oh, well, that little bit of dog poop in that brownie, that doesn't yeah. bother me. Yeah. Uh, hello? Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. Um, quite frankly, I will have none in mine, <laughs> please. And so that's what God says, you know, look, don't defile it. Don't let it yeah. come into what it means, and not just the bed, but into the bed of the mind, or the 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 way that it um, comes in and seeps and takes root. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're saying, look, run from it, or the Bible says, run from it, or let it. Make sure you're intentional and bounce it away. We do have responsibility, um, even if you're single. And this is not just for you that your life reflects people. Oh, that's exactly and, right. And people are watching you and 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 it might seem like a big job and you're like, well, you know what, I can't do I can't do I can't be perfect here. Well listen, nobody's perfect, but what we're saying is is that there's a better way to do things. You know, don't don't get don't get your life wrapped up in in the sin that drags us down and weights us down. Remember Sam spoke about that. You know, let let go of the weight. You know, you, you were speaking about that in, in, uh, in the Hebrews and, and about running the race, you know. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Keep going there. Well, sorry. And, and when we talk about, well, he mentions fornication and adulterers in the New Living Translation, or the... NIV, fornication, that's not a word we use much anymore. Uh, adultery, of course, it has to do with extramarital relations. And then fornication is a more general term that includes all forms of sexual impurity and immorality, uh, both um, incite God's judgment, actually. So, you know, we think about that and we think about how does God deal with that? Because he says he punishes or he chastises those he loves. And a lot of times we think about God's fire and brimstone coming down and whatever, like at Sodom and Gomorrah, but that's not how he works today usually. It's, it's like in Psalm 32, 3 and 4, when God uh, reminded David of his sin with Bathsheba, he committed adultery. When I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was drained away as with the fever heat of summer. It's the drying up of our life is the judgment of God. He saps our vitality. He withers our leaves. He, he makes brittle our branches, hardly a picture of a fruitful life. Mm. What he does, like I said back in my day, he bums us out. Mm. I, I think there's a lot of days that we're bummed out and we have bad days. There's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Not always. But sometimes. Right. We need to take account. Right. Find ourselves... Lord, find find any fault in me and 
make it that's, under submission to you. Yeah. That's exactly right, and that's what that's what happens. That's yeah. that's how he does it. You know, what's it take to obey these commands? It, it's commitment, commitment to Christ and His body, and as far as being married people, it's commitment to each other. And so I ask the questions, husbands and wives in your marriage, where it should be. Is, is your marriage where it should be in God's eyes? Is your family in trouble? If it is, you need to seek help. You know, that's the point. A lot of times we let it go too long till it's past help. The damage is so deep uh, that you can't stop the bleeding, so to speak. Yeah. Man, I mean, I always tell people to get married. I said, you even in the beginning, you got some issues that you can't solve. You need to get some help. That's yeah. just the way it is. I said, yeah. don't don't feel weak or bad about getting help. That's wisdom. It really is. And <laughs> and you know that that old adage of uh, well, if we got to go see a counselor, oh yeah, you're so think, weak, yeah. or a psychologist, or or whatever. Um, and quite and quite honestly, in, in talking about that. Let's let's put that out there right now to folks before we move into this next um, this next weekend. But let's make sure that we re- reiterate. Um, Jim Evans and the crew at uh, the Christian Counselors uh-huh. uh, Association or whatever it's called up in uh, Terre Haute um, are, are are awesome. But if you don't feel like you need to go at least there immediately. Um, at least find someone and we here at crossroads are willing to to do that um absolutely take you to a f- certain point i mean if we feel like you need to go to jim and we would, jim is jim and his crew the, and the crew there are wonderful people christian well, and, and just, let me add here that you know as far as we've we've all had some experience in counseling mm-hmm. we're not licensed counselors through right. the state of indiana right. but you know, and then, you know, Chris and Erica and, and, Kurt. and Kurt have just mm-hmm. went through this course. Mm-hmm. And they're so there are people here mm-hmm. that can listen to you. Absolutely. And, and help you out, hopefully. Yeah, so if you're a female, don't think yeah, that you don't I, have to come I, to I, us. Like, oh, no. man, I, I don't want to go to a man. Well, we've got Chris, and we do have an actually Erica. Erica. Exactly. And then if you're a guy, you know, you say, well, Chris or not. No, I mean, we're here to, exactly. to help. And we're, three of we us. can lead. And guide so, and direct. Um, yeah, we absolutely. That's a great word there. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, so uh, please hear us in, in understanding that uh, we might not have all the answers, but we do have ways and, and vehicles to get to where you need to go, and we will always try to look to the Word and Scripture uh, for our leadership and, and uh, the voice of God to help lead you and where you're at. We need to bond together as uh families that are after Christ but it starts with you it starts with what you're working through right now and so if you've been working through some sin if you if you've found that you've gotten trouble uh, realize that there's a God whose grace is mercy is so pure and sweet and his arms are open wide and he wants to embrace you and um, uh, this this love that he wraps us up with, and that's exactly what we want to yeah. Amen. to uh, reflect as well as uh, in this whole process and your journey. So um, yeah, thank you for sharing uh, that word, Eddie, uh, about the American family, how we need to be intentional and moving forward. Teach your young 
children and, and, and ask for wisdom. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Ask for wisdom to how do I move forward out of this area or that or look for different seasons in their in the children's life and I want to tell you something I want to share something personal right now that I'm doing with Judah Judah's going from the fifth grade here in elementary school um, this year and and this next coming fall he's going to be going into middle school Mm -hmm. now middle school is a different season that's a different animal yeah yeah it is and I am going I am being intentional and I've told him, I've, uh, and so what I'm doing is, uh, as a dad, is his dad, I'm being intentional by taking him on a trip with his brothers, and we're going to take a trip at the end of July, and we're going to be intentional, uh, mostly for Jude. We're all going to spend some time fishing and hanging around the campfire and different things like that, but um, we're going to be intentional about his older brothers speaking into his life. Look out for these pitfalls, Jude, and and be careful in these areas. Don't get caught up in rumors. Don't get don't get caught up in social media. Don't don't think you have to have that in your life. And, yeah. I mean, these are the types of intentions, you know. And and hey, your body's going to be changing. You're going to be feeling differently, but this is how you bounce away certain thoughts, you know. And so these guys who he admires are going to be speaking into his life, and you just be intentional. Look for those seasons in the lives of your children so that you can be intentional to help them move forward to adulthood. It's our job to move them in the direction where God has intentioned mm-hmm. them. And so we they're under our care. They're gifts to us, right? And so these beautiful gifts, we don't want to hand them to somebody else mm-hmm. uh, thinking, oh, well, you'll get it eventually. Well, good grief, yeah. you know. Well, uh, so let's be intentional, exactly folks, right. and uh, and hear that good word today. So, Pastor, enough about that. Let's talk about this coming. Well, uh, I thought that was interesting. In the Hebrews there in the thirteenth chapter, verses four and five, he mentions two pitfalls, or what at the core is at the the heart of the demise of the American family. And the first one was honor and marriage, and the second one was was being contented. With the material blessings that God has given you. Mm. Wow. So I can see, I've counseled enough people that I, I, I can see why that would be. Content in Webster says, not desiring more than what one has, satisfied, resigned to circumstances, assenting. I don't know, I'd say, I could, it'd be, I'd be hard pressed to find five completely contented people and count them on one hand, actually, because they're, and that's what our culture's done. You know, it has spoken into our lives that with sexual promiscuity is okay, and then, you know, if it's a big, if you have an affair, it's no big deal. It's your body. Do what you want. That and 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 what else has been fueled into us under the under the disguise of Satan? Actually, is you need to have more. You need to have better. Uh, don't drive old cars. Get new ones. You can make a payments on them. And after a while, you get a couple that does that, and then they they look at the end of the week, the end of the month, they're like a two or three thousand dollars in the red. That causes a lot of tension at home. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> major mm-hmm. major tension. And that's what and that's what he's he's 
he's, he's talking about here that uh, in that commitment of marriage, there, there, you have to find contentment with the good things that God, God has given you, actually, if that makes any sense. And the title of the message is How to Live a Contented Life. Um, Paul said, now I speak in Philippians 4, 11 and 12. This is, this is classic. He says, not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. I, I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity and in any and every circumstance. I've learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both having abundance and suffering need. And in 1 Timothy 6, 6 through 8, but godliness actually is a means of great gain when accompanied by contentment, for we have brought nothing into the world, so we cannot take anything out of it either. And if we have food and covering with these, we shall be content. Hmm. And then Hebrews 13, 5 and 6, let your character be free from the love of money. Wow. Being content with what you have. For yeah. he himself has said, I will never desert you nor will I ever forsake you. So that we confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What shall man do to me? Mm-hmm. What, you know, First Timothy 6.10, For the love of money is the root of all even evil. And some by longing for it have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many a pang. Many pains, actually, is what he's trying to say. So this is, this scripture speaks to all of us. Money is such a part of our lives that we have to have it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't get around that, but you you just got to come to that point where you are content in right, that right. Uh, and what God has given you and the blessings that he that he has for us you know he says I'll never desert you all I won't ever leave you the reason we should be content with what we have is introduced by the casual connected four in the middle of Hebrews 13 5 we should be content not because of the money we have but because we have the continual presence of God yeah. that <laughs> you can't you can't overstate that, you know. It's, it's well, better. Yeah, this this whole this this whole thing with the Joneses, you know. Oh what, my, what that song my, you guys sang used to sing. Yeah, what am I? What am I? Uh, oh, you know what? Who? who, who my, what do my neighbors have? Oh, I want that. Oh, look at that. I, I think we need that, you know. And, and and we turn in we turn a want into a need. There's a big difference there. Mm, the huge. want to a need, right? So, yeah. what we need is a lot less than what we want. I tell you, but uh, yeah. The point is, money and material possessions are unworthy of our love and our trust, because they'll let you down. It can't yeah. be trusted, right? It, it's it's like sad to say, and this has happened in people's lives. They have had a um, savings through work, IRA, or whatever they what they have. I don't know what's the uh, What's the term? It's not RA. Um, it, uh, yeah. Um, oh, I just lost it. But yeah. uh, it's. A, <laughs> we'll, think, we'll we'll think of it here in just but a it, second. But people. But sometimes those fail. Mm-hmm. Sad to say, I know right. people have lost their retirement because of right. stuff like that. It's a sad. Right. You can't put your complete trust in that. Right. Um, you know, Christ is the same yesterday, today, and today's Proverbs eighteen. 10 through 12. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and is safe. A rich man's wealth 
It's a strong city and like a high wall in his own imagination. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, but humility goes before honor. And it's just, you know, it's just trying to, to, to stay humble. Mm-hmm. Security can never be found in a safe deposit box. It can be found only in the Lord, and that's the point the writer of Hebrews is making. So when you think about our lives, uh, we think about where, where we're at and where we work, and sometimes we get critical because our company's not paying us enough or uh, the raise isn't enough. Um, our, our house is never, you're never satisfied in it because like you said, there's always, well, you know, I think, I think maybe we need to do this or that. And you know, every other neighbor around here's got a pool. I think, well, and let's, let's put an in-ground pool. Yeah, and on and on and on because, and credit card companies have made it so easy to get money whenever you want or buy what you want. But the, then there's a payday to right, that, absolutely, you know? sure. Well, and can I? I want to interject again. The assumptions and presuppositions that we do, we we write the story about our other other people. What we do is we. We, we look from the outside in and we say, well, they, how can they afford this and how can they, well, you know what, they're, they're dealing, they're doing it and they're, they're no, listen to this here, they're no better than us, so why exactly can't we? Right. Well, then if it costs us a little bit of money on a, on a credit bill or whatever, we need to, let's do it. Because we comes need to, to show, we can right. take bankruptcy and get out of it. You see? And That's, there's a, that is. There's a quote unquote <laughs> out, right? But at Always. the same time. What what we said before before about the other the other message that you spoke last week, there's always always a a um, oh how did you say it but anyway uh, 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 that's gonna something that's gonna come around. God always is, a payday. A payday that that you say that exactly. there's, there's always a, a, you got there comes a time there's that, a time that something is going to happen. Not just you know you're going to have to make an account. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. Hey, we're gonna have to do something about this. You're gonna to have to come up. To, you know, whether it's psychologically, whether it's on paper, whether it's a bankruptcy, whether it's you know, whatever the case may be. And so now, right back to it, contentment yeah. in God. And I real I realize that there are some people that have to file bankruptcy. But back in the day, there were things that caused shame. Divorce was one. Commit adultery. Uh, bankruptcy, but now people just blow that off like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. There is no. I don't think there's much shame out there. Mm-hmm. People just do what they want, and right. if you don't like it, that's your problem. Right. You're not going to make me feel bad. Right. <laughs> and it's, and here's the here's the problem with that. If we have that attitude, when the Holy Spirit of God comes to us, we we'll slough that off. We we'll slough him off. See, there there it is. <laughs> there it is. So what happens is is that we've. And now we're getting into where I feel that the Lord is leading me to bring my word or, or the word uh, that he's kind of giving me on the 11th. And, and I don't mean to precursor out of this, no. but I will say this, that I feel like this numbing effect, yeah, that's we're getting exa- so comfortable. Oh, my gosh, that's exactly where that we're at. That's contentment yeah. is allowing us as Christians to be so numbed that we are missing the Holy Spirit's direction in our life. Um, I believe that where God is 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 leading me is is a title that's called that's going to be called. Are we becoming comfortably numb? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and that's and and we're not talking about contentment. Mm-mm. That has nothing to do with contentment Mm-mm. in Christ. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the numbing effect of the world. That's it. You know, and that's a, that's a, an interesting. And we're calling it Christian. And when you go down that path, when we have or surgery, part of it anyway. Even at the dentist, we want numbed. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, man, that numbing goes out. I remember when I had this oh. rotator cuff. <laughs> They said, well, you'll, you'll, you'll be all right for a few hours. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, man. When that numbness come out of that shoulder, the meeting come to order. Yeah, I because paid then, you the had price. To, then you had to go into physical therapy, yeah. had to work on it, yeah. didn't you? Had to get it better. I had to pay the price but of where, pain. where are you now with that shoulder? I can raise my arm. Well, amen, know, brother. Uh, but know, that's the point. That's it. We don't well, want to go you know, and, and people say this is just a cliche, no pain, no gain, but there's a lot of merit to sure. that. So again, don't want to be jumping ahead too far, but at the same time, as we're looking at these things, contentment in our life, where does it come back down to? Foundation of Jesus Christ in our life. He's doing a great thing. Let him, let him do yeah, it. Exactly. Let the Holy Spirit do a yeah. great thing in you. Pastor, can you pray for us? That's an awesome word today. Lord, we love you. Uh, we're all in the same boat, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the thing. I don't ever want to give out the idea that yeah. uh, Steve and I have arrived, but right. we, we're in there with you. <laughs> we're helping row the boat, so to speak. But uh, the point is that uh, we preach and we teach and we pray and we have podcasts to try to help each other along the way. Because right. uh, sometimes, you know, the scripture talks about, you know, your brother or sister falls in the ditch, stop and help them out. Don't move on just and, and try to help them. Uh, and not judge them, but to love them, Lord, and uh, where they need to be, and that—that's where we're all at. Mm-hmm. We're just—we're just trying to do life together and get through this life and be the best believers that we can. But then, uh, on the other side, we—the uh, reward waits for us as we think about eternity, and we're thankful for that. And we want to take as many people with us as we can. So, Lord, I pray for families. I pray for husbands and wives that uh, that, that if they need help, Lord, that they're. Uh, they'll ask for it and not be ashamed but do it uh, to to help the love between themselves and for their children as well if they got kids and Lord for this message coming up about contentment it it definitely speaks to every heart so I just pray Holy Spirit that we are open uh, that we understand what you're trying to tell us and then we act upon it thanks again for loving us Lord and our church and what you continue to do we ask these things in your name Amen Amen Well, it's a great, uh, great time with you here today, Pastor. Thanks for sharing with us, and um, looking forward to this weekend. And I need to add uh, one more thing. And yeah. those of you who listened to this at work and got paid for it, it's time to go back to work. <laughs> it's time. It's yeah. time. <laughs> Did he just say it's time? Oh, anyway. Uh, well, God bless you, and thanks for spending the time with us. It's been a little bit longer today, but uh, very, very well. Uh, time spent very well. So uh, may God bless you and be careful there this weekend, uh, July 4th. And uh, may you continue to just give God all the glory for what he's doing in your life. And until next week, we'll say goodbye for now. See you later. All right. Bye-bye.